0: Hello and welcome to a new venture and uh, podcasting here. I am Tyler, joined by Mike. Mike, introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Mike. Uh, if you're listening to this, you're either a Cayman Rider fan or you follow me from another podcast I do called Into the Grid, which is a Power Rangers podcast. So here I am doing another Takusa show adventure. Yay.
0: Yes, and this is called Ride or Die.
1: Yes, indeed.
0: <laughs> hey, hey. So, uh, Kamen Rider, if you're not familiar, is uh, kind of like Super Sentai in the sense that, you know, there's still people in suits doing the karate against the big monsters and other kinds of monsters. But uh, some things are different. There's a lot less of them, depending on, you know... What you're watching, something like Gaim has like 10 riders and it's a lot of people to take in. Something like what we're watching today, Common Rider W, has like two, maybe three at most. So uh, it's a whole ride.
1: <laughs> Literally a ride.
0: <laughs> but uh, if you're here from Inner Grid or uh, just a general Power Rangers fan uh Super Sentai and Kamen Rider are a bit more uh mature or dark. Not as dark as something like Goro, but uh Tokusatsu in general tends to flip-flop around. If you uh if you ever watch Kamen Rider x aid and watched the Christmas episode, you'll know that uh there's some stark contrast in there and it's uh really tears at your heartstrings there. But uh enough of that. Uh Mike, why don't you tell me about your experience with Common Rider?
1: Uh, this is actually a really good story for you listeners out there. Because uh, it was actually a couple of weeks ago. I was looking up something for Into the Grid, you know, Power Rangers related. And it was like some team-up episodes. And there was a listing that said, these shows did not team up with the Power Rangers whatsoever. And it had it said Kamen Rider Dragon Knights, which is... The American adaptation from like ten years ago mm-hmm. of, and I started like watching a few episodes. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting!" Like because there's very few uh, American adaptations of Kamen Rider*. So I was like, "Okay," because I knew there was one back in the '90s with Mighty yeah. Morphin that did like a backdoor pilot to it.
0: *Common Common Rider Black*, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's the one that was from the '90s. One that became Master Rider here, and. It, I just looked it up too. It was like season two that they did that or season three, I guess season three, actually, because that was like the first couple episodes. I'm thinking, why would you start with those, th- <laughs> those two at the beginning? Because they, in season three of Mighty Morphin, they did uh, the, the N- Nijati, uh storyline where they got the ninja powers. I was like, wait, mm-hmm. why did you start with that instead of the Masked Rider uh, storyline, which is weird. It's like <sighs> so weird. But anyways, I'm just watching it, you know, on the offshoot and I'm telling my our mutual friend Sean about it. And shout out to Sean. <laughs> yeah, Sean. Shout out to Sean, uh-huh. for sure. Uh so I'm just I told him about it and I'm, I'm just watching it here and there. It's pretty cool. It's a nice, it's actually a really nice American adaptation of it. At least I don't have not seen the original. Obviously I will get to it. Eventually. We will. I haven't seen so, either. So, so I'll get, we'll get to it eventually. Cause I'll just say, hell, I remember that from the, watching that briefly. Um, but then all of a sudden I see Tyler pop up. Cause like I said, mutual friend is Sean and he, Sean must introduce you to into the grid somehow. Just, Oh, th- we have, I do a podcast. With we
0: were, pod- yeah, we were, we were in a, our. So we listened to a podcast called uh, the Answer Report Podcast. It's Kingdom Hearts related. Uh, we were watching one of their streams and we're talking about podcasts we do. And uh, he mentioned Into the Grid and Power Rangers. I'm like, I like Power Rangers. I'm gonna give that a listen. And uh, I started listening. Like, I don't know, a few days ago, and I'm on episode 30 right now. So
1: oh, nice, nice. The, uh, almost caught up. Almost there to the uh, season finale. It's really good. Um, yeah, so that, I start following you back and we started like, kind of connecting. And all of a sudden I see a tweet saying, Yo, I want to s- talk to uh, somebody about Cayman Ryder, man. Like, I got to talk to somebody about it it's in the podcast or something. I'm thinking, What a coincidence. Like, I'm watching Cayman Ryder <laughs> this week and all of a sudden he pops up with a tweet. I'm like, Shit, I'll just fly back. And I just went back and forth with Tyler for a bit trying to create the show and uh, here we are recording our first episode
0: yeah we don't know each other too well but you know what nothing brings two people together like some bug men in suits fighting monsters <laughs> with their all gadgets and belts and bikes and whatnot so uh I'm sure we'll become closer as friends as this marches down the line
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That's how I became real close to Sean because of our mutual love for Power Rangers. So that's how we make friends by commonalities.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: So uh Tyler, tell me a little bit about, about your history with Kamen Rider.
0: So I I got into Common Rider in about I'm gonna try to make this real quick, mm-hmm. but uh I got into Common Rider about two thousand and fourteen or fifteen. Uh, I was listening to a podcast called The Super Best Friend Cast. Uh, rest in peace, those guys. And uh, they're talking about this show called Common Rider Gaim, and they're talking about like fruits and samurais and like soda energy. And I was like, "What is this? What is going on here?" I'm gonna check this out, and so I did, and I watched it. And uh, it's a little weird because uh, that one has a lot of dancing, and uh, but I enjoyed it for what it was and i kept watching more uh i met a guy in my college math class and uh he was just sketching something cuz i went to art school and uh i was like is that a, is that a comic rider and he's like yeah dude it's uh, i think he was drawing forza so he suggested that i watch more so after game i watched forza then i watched half of wizard and uh that's i don't really like that one too much but you know it's okay. Uh-huh. Then I saw, I saw uh, the, a movie called Heisei versus Showa," and it has all the all the Showa writers, the OGs versus the newer guys. And I saw this guy dressed in all white with a fedora on. I went, that guy's real cool. And it turns out he's from the show we're watching today, "Comrade Double." And uh, so I started watching that, and then I went back to watch Wizard, and I just kept going through there. But uh, yeah, I've been a fan of, of Power Rangers all my life. I think when I was born, about we only had Mighty Morphin and some of Zeo. And uh, so I'm definitely into the genre. Uh, I haven't gone any further into things like uh, Garo or Precure or Ultraman, but those things are still cool in their own right. Mm-hmm. Indeed, but uh, I got like toys and belts and doodads strewn around. It's a fun time. It's a fun community to be in too.
1: I've noticed. I've noticed since we started the Power Rangers podcast, the uh, over there is the Ranger Nation. But uh, I'm kind of because the game Rider community is like dedicated but small. Like game mm-hmm. Rider it's in general, and it, it's small. Like there's, it's. But it's like wow, we
0: don't we don't get the we don't get any adaptations. There's no uh, I, I know like no official translations, oh. nothing.
1: Man, it just like I'm like seeing reading up on this. I was like, this show should be the bomb. Just like you know, it'd be a hit in America. If they just adapt it, you know, just because use the same formula as Power Rangers. You just take the footage, you know, bring over the props or costumes. And go for
0: it. Yeah, but we only we only see some things uh, every now and again. Sometimes you'll see an odd an odd prop in a Disney or Nick show, like I uh, posted on the other day on Twitter at uh Ride or Die podcast. And I mean, maybe that's just like a prop guy that has one lying around. Figured they mm-hmm. could repurpose it, but. No, no actual adaptations other than, you know, Mass Rider and Common Rider Dragon Knight. Yeah, we should get more of it, though.
1: I know. I really want to see like some company adapting it. You know, I mean, I wouldn't say Hasbro because they got Power Rangers right now. I mean, unless they do like a crossover thing eventually down the road, which yeah. Super Sentai and Kamen Rider has done. So it's it's a Easy money, and then produce the toys as well. Hasbro. I mean, you can make toys, but I'm just booking up some pipe dreams. That's all. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, let's uh let's get some information out about uh, today's episodes. Today we're going to be watching the first two episodes of Common Rider W, titled "The W Search," two detectives in one, and "The W Search." Those who make the city cry. Now these are both. Uh, the first episode aired in September 6, 2009. And is written by Riku Sanjo. So we have some information on him. He's worked as a writer for uh, Common Diary W and Common Rider Drive. He's also a secondary writer on Forze. He is uh, the head writer on a Sentai called Juden Sentai Kyo Ryushu, which is the uh, Japanese equivalent of Dino Charge.
1: Oh, okay.
0: He's also an actor in Kamen Rider W. Oh. Uh, in one of the episodes and in one of the movies. Let's see. Uh, I believe I have some more information on him here. Will, yeah, let's see. I'll use IMDb so he's written uh two episodes of Comrider Rider Zero 1 he's written commander brain he's written Kamen Rider mike and Heart. Kamen Rider chaser uh Kamen Rider drive secret mission one episode of that 27 episodes of Kamen Rider drive he's written uh four episodes of the commander drive movie roadshow commemoration uh, written Surprise Future for Drive. So that's a movie. Kyori 100 Years After. Uh, Digimon Fusion. One episode of that. Mm-hmm. 48 episodes of Kill So I believe that's all the episodes there. 16 mm-hmm. episodes of Forze. 6 episodes of Double. And uh, that's about it there. That I find notable.
1: Yeah. That's uh, that's great to know about uh the back he's, history. he's the
0: writer of this uh of a lot of episodes in this season. And our director is uh Ryuki Tasuki. So he's written uh come writer Zio over Quartzer, that's a movie, eight episodes of Zio, five episodes of build. Comrade Amazon's Reincarnation and Awakening, 11 episodes of Amazon, 2 episodes of Ghost, 4 episodes of Drive, 4 episodes of Gaim, 7 episodes of Akiba Ranger, uh, 2 episodes of Forze, 3 episodes of *Oz*. he's written 4 episodes of Double, I know he's worked on Power Rangers, I believe, yes, 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 he's worked on This is a directing role, I believe. Directing role of 19 episodes of Lightspeed Rescue. Oh, ooh,
1: ooh, funny, funny. That is going to be our uh, next season we're going to do on Into the Grid. So uh, I'll get to see his work.
0: He's done 19 episodes of Lost Galaxy and 13 episodes of Lost Galaxy's Japanese counterpart, Ginga Man. All right, all right. 13 episodes of Mega Ranger, which is uh, in space. Mm -hmm. 13 episodes of Car Ranger, Turbo. Yep. Uh, Two episodes of O-Ranger. He's done uh, Titanium Ranger, Curse of the Cobra. Lightspeed Rescue, The Queen's Wrath. Okay. Some Agito in there, two episodes. Uh, Ryuki Final Episode, seven episodes of Ryuki itself, two episodes of Fize. And defies movie, Paradise Lost. So, uh, he's been around, uh, both Tokusatsu, Kamen Rider, and Power Rangers. Yeah. So, uh, he knows what he's doing. Indeed. But, uh, Tim, what are your expectations for this show, Mike? It's a good question.
1: Um, based upon what I've looked at, researched, uh, it's I'm getting vibes because it has like a style to it. It's got like, it's a basic premise with detectives. It's got like jazz going through, so like sax in a theme at least. It's gonna be some kind of actually fun of a t- typical Taku show, but just with the style of like maybe a neo noir or like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with a bit of and maybe maybe a bit of humor. Because I know some of these have a little bit of humor in them. There might be a ha ha thing in there. There are
0: definitely still jokes in there. For sure. Still a show for kids. Uh, Not so much the manga. There's a manga uh, that's out recently. And uh, there's some nipple in there. And uh, (laughs) that's not for kids. But I guess since they're not... They're not... uh, They're not confined to the constraints of TV anymore. They can do what they want with their story.
1: Yep. Just show that nipple. Uh, no, I'm I'm expecting just a fun, actiony, gritty. Maybe I don't know. Just something worth. I mean, the, the Japanese for currently like, they're going to surprise me with something with something crazy and goofy in it. You know? Oh yeah. Maybe like the costume designs are just going to be like, whoa, whoa, what, what is that all about? <laughs> I'm, I'm usually surprised about anything when it comes to uh the japanese shows so i'm up for anything right now and i'm just excited
0: okay okay so uh the way this is going to work uh listeners here is we're going to go through episodes 1 through 14 uh uh throughout our episode of the podcast uh and then we're going to watch the movie uh, the decade and double uh team up movie cuz that's uh canon within the storyline and then we'll finish out the show. And if we want to do another movie, we can, but don't necessarily have to. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But uh right now, episode one, which is the W search, two detectives in one. And we'll also be watching the next episode as well for this episode. So it's time to put on your belt, put on your helmets, and Let's ride.
1: Let's ride. There we go. There we go. So...
0: Okay, and that was episode 1 and 2 of Common Rider Double. So, uh before we get into the the breakdown, uh Mike, what do you think?
1: Uh just as what I expected, it's all uh all detective stuff. It has a little bit of humor in it and oh my god, the suits, man. The suits just oh, so <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> They, they are wild oh my god yeah. the actions the action's good and uh i understand the uh the the writer himself that uh, the double the halves together that's actually pretty interesting so i'm i'm hooked i am hooked at these two episodes i'm invested in the characters and uh yeah that's wow <laughs> that's all i have to say is wow
0: Alright, so uh, let's start here with episode one. I'm gonna read the plot synopsis. Feel free to interject with any of your thoughts. hmm So episode one, Comrade Double, the W search, those who make this the city cry. That's not right. W search two detectives in one is uh what we're on. Mm-hmm. In the city of Futo, Detective Shotaro Hidari and has an unpleasant visit from his new boss, Akiko Natomi, who has just arrived after learning that her father has gone missing one year ago. As Shotaro learns of the girl's reaction relation to his mentor and boss, hiding what became of him, his childhood friend Marina Sumura arrives in need of his help in fighting her boyfriend, Yosuke Togawa. Taking the case with Akiko, telling him against his will, Shotaro learns from his best friend, Detective Mikio Gino, that was the, the police guy with the... He had the, like, plastic thing over his neck. Uh-huh. Holding, uh That the Windscale building, Yosuke worked at, has been destroyed by a fiery dopant. Akiko's initial curiosity turns into terror when she see, when she and Shotaro are attacked by the magma Dopin. Later that night, staying in spite of being told to leave and dead set on evicting Shotaro, Akiko ends up stumbling... Onto a secret room where she meets Shotaro's partner, Philip. Before she unintentionally has him focus on Takoyaki instead of the dopant, Shodoro, I mean, as Shotaro explains, the dopant has to be human to become monsters through Gaia memories. Philip finally finishes his search on Takoyaki, resumes his search as he accesses the Gaia library to put the pieces together before Shotaro heads out. Shotaro finds Yosuke, approaching him to have. In return to Marina, however, thinking he works for Windscale, Yosuke transforms into the Magma Dopant and attacks Shoro. He calls Philip, who he uses the cyclone memory in his own belt, which travels with his soul to Shoro's double driver, allowing him to transfer transform into Comrider Double. He battles the Magma Dopant as Cyclone Joker before changing into Luna Joker to use his limb stretching powers to overpower the dopant. Double then changes back into Cyclone Joker to execute the Joker Extreme, destroying the Magma Memory and returning Yosuke back to normal. However, before he can do anything else, Yosuke is taken by a T-Rex dopant. Double summons his Gary, which is the big, uh, car thing they have there, with Akiko and Phil's bodies inside. So that's episode one.
1: Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Uh, okay, so I, 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 you're really doing really good with that because I didn't want to interject. But um, to break it down a little bit, first off, the coal open of the whole show sets up. A oh little, yeah, a little bit more that was not mentioned. It was. Uh, oh man, it was it was such a blowout because they're shooting and there's like explosions and all of a sudden, just like you see how 30. the two. People are oh. dying. People are dying. It's like there's blood. I'm thinking, whoa, this ain't for kids after all. <laughs> Holy shit. Helicopter crashes
0: and floor explosions and a weird lady who's flying around.
1: Yeah, just poof. She's flying around. It's like, what the hell's going on? But you realize later on you know who that is. I'm like, oh, that's who she is. Okay. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. No, it's, it sets what I love about this this episode and the next episode they both really uh introduce you to the characters and mm-hmm. you have like you have this uh side character that comes in the female who's treated a victim <laughs> throughout the whole yes, episode.
0: I- I- I'm Akiko. She is our main girl of the series.
1: Yeah. She's like she's actually like the inside like the, you're the character can like kind of relate, be like, "Oh, what's this? What's that?" And they, and they explain it to you in plain sight, just like, "Oh, that's what that is. What is? What's this? What's that?" And she's yeah. so she's so funny because she's like, I, "I didn't know. I didn't hear about this when I came here. I didn't hear about this. I didn't hear about that." And it's just like, "Girl, she girl, is, she
0: is here to ask the questions that us as the viewers uh have." because uh after that initial cold open there is a 1 year time skip which uh, Oh yes. it serves to show them uh show us that they've been at this for a year and it also helps uh skip the the introductory phase of being a hero because uh that's going to be hard for them.
1: Oh sure. For sure.
0: They're each controlling one half of that body.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting cuz and like you see them as partners, being one singular detective, and I was like, That's "Okay, I can dig that." But then, like the um the memories, I believe the uh, they switch out those memories back and forth, whatever they want to use.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I, we saw we saw Luna. We saw Heat. We saw Cyclone. We saw Joker. We saw Metal. In, yeah. In these two episodes, yes. So
1: there's, there's,
0: there's one more that we haven't seen. It's not like a big secret or anything, but uh, those are his. Those are his uh, his base forms. He'll be transforming between those all throughout the show, and he can mix a match. But they each have a they each have a side. So three D. Yeah. Side.
1: Yeah, I think just you know switch out whatever they want to. And you, and you always hear, like, Cyclo! Joka! Just every time they switch oh, yeah. out, just, like, like love, a narration.
0: That. That's, uh... Actually, one of my, uh... Like, ringtones.
1: Ha <laughs> Nice! Yeah, I loved hearing that guy just say it every time they switch out, like, Metul! Hito Just, to, like, every time.
0: Uh, uh, fun fact about, uh, that voice actor, I don't know his name, but, um... In the Japanese version of Sonic Colors, uh, there's a sequence at the end. I've never played the game myself, but there's a sequence at the end where you're getting all your little alien buddies, and uh, it says a name for each one, and it's mm-hmm. that guy doing the voice for it. <laughs> and he's saying it the exact same way. Oh, my God. That's so
1: good. Yeah, it's... Because I would be like... the it's typical cyclone and joker combinations like the typical one that you see often but then you know luna will come out and like metal and hito you know and it's interesting how and then like the is it like the final strike move or something they just like split in half or yeah, yeah, something they, like they
0: split in you half see, to do uh to do like two kicks in one
1: yeah I, you see like the, like a split half and i'm like whoa what is that coming from like It's like, is it like there's like innards or something? I don't know. Like the the suit just like splits in half, just like out of, it's like, okay, I can dig that. No, but the other part, because only that, the, uh, the writer comes in like during like the last bit of the episode and that's it. The good majority of the episode is the characters and setting up the mystery and him being the detective and, you know, Philip, using his vast knowledge to find the information the other needs and the chemistry between the both of them is actually pretty spot on actually it's funny to see them interact back and forth
0: what did you think of that whole uh Gaia library thing
1: you see I thought that was interesting I was like oh he's got that mass amount of you know information in his head and he can scan through it like an internet search browser you know and based on keywords. And I was like, reminds me of the, um uh, I think they take an inspiration from like the matrix a little bit there with, you mm-hmm. know, the vast, vast amount of space with the white, and then you have the bookshelves. So it's like, I thought that was pretty cool. But see, it was funny because, uh, she got him distracted with food, and he had to look everything up about food. and I'm like, oh come on! Oh, yeah, no,
0: he's not gonna stop till he's finished.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that's how I feel sometimes too. When I get like sidetracked or something or distracted, I go, I have you to go like
0: into, like a like a weird I, internet hole or something, a little,
1: little like little rabbit hole you got to go into, and I have to keep going till I finish or something. So I know how that feels.
0: <laughs> it reminds me of when I uh, I used to watch this guy called Lockpicking Lawyer. And he'd, like, crack locks every day, a new video. And I just watched, like, all of them uh, until I was done. I, I learned a lot about locks.
1: There you no, go. I don't
0: ever use them, but now I know yeah. how to break into places, but I'm not going to do that.
1: No. And, but then they show... Uh, uh, so, from what I gather, and I think I'm trying to get this straight, because the memory thing that there's they're like usb sticks that are like they're like in 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 this you know show in this universe they're like drugs i'm guessing exactly
0: exactly
1: they're they're just like they're drug dealers and they're just trying to sell it and each one of them can have like superhuman you know abilities and with a certain ability or something like magma for example pops up and he's like you know lava and he just throws lava and he's got like the fiery face going on I mean the suit we'll get into later on, but I was just like seeing these suits now, just like oh yeah, this is what I'm into. This is what I'm seeing with the monsters. This is gonna be great.
0: And um, yeah, the, the suits are are going to be something else we talk about here because uh, they're they're pretty interesting in design.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh.
0: Some are really good. Some aren't.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, uh, anything else you want to say about episode one? I'm trying to think. I think, yeah, like episode one is pretty much in the bag. I think I got the just. I mean, I guess I can mention about the um, they show a bit of the family that's in the show, the,
0: the Sonozaki's.
1: Yeah, the because the. Like, daughter is like taboo, who is the one you see in the yes, co op. Uh,
0: psycho is taboo.
1: Yeah, and she's like, oh, such a hoity toity, like, rich brat. <laughs> oh my god. So you will go every once in a while, just a little click on the side. And like, the father has.
0: Psycho is the older one, she's a taboo. We see her younger sister uh, okay. Uh, Wakana.
1: Okay, uh, She's okay. the one that does gotcha. that thing. Gotcha. And then gotcha. we see
0: uh, their father and the cat.
1: Yeah, the cat. That, godforsaken for second cat. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I the, I'm I'm gonna be intrigued by what goes on with that family for sure because they're still pretty much a a mystery to me, yeah, you know, to say the least. Other than that, I think... I'm trying to think of any other details from episode one. I think that's pretty much it that I can think of.
0: Alright, so let's go into episode two, which is uh, sort of a continuation of... Uh, right where the last episode left off. hmm Oh, yeah. So, at the end of that one, uh, you uh, Yosuke gets taken off by the T-Rex dope and eaten by a dinosaur, that man... And dragged off. So let's uh, let's get into it. After the use after using the Rebel Gary to drive off the T Rex dopant, the Akiko inside, with Akiko learning about Kamarai Double's existence while trapped in the vehicle, Yosuke is later found dead, with Shodoro forced to tell Marina about it. Seeking the truth about Yosuke's death and uncovering the other Dopen's identity, Shodoro goes to see his informant, Watcher Man, that's the guy with the weird hair and the yep. the ugly face. Uh, making their way to the site of the magma dopant's previous attack, where he learns that Yosuke and the person who became the T-Rex dopant were partners in crime. With this knowledge and finding an article of clothing after evading the T-Rex dopant, Shotaro has Philip execute a search on a T-Rex memory with the Windskill clothing line. Once Philip identifies the dopant to be Marina, Shotaro takes the revelation hard and took offense to his partners, insulting his kindness towards the criminals. Turning his... His body half memories, uh, those are, uh, body half are Joker, Metal, and Trigger. Shodoro confronts Marina as she reveals that she was fired and wants revenge. Attempting to get Shodoro sympathy, when she realizes that Shodoro has already contacted the authorities in spite of him telling her to just turn herself in, Marina becomes a T-Rex dopin and attacks the police before chasing after Shodoro with the intent to eat him. Philip arrives at the last second to save him as the two make their peace and transform into double to fight the T Rex Dopen, Akiko takes Phil's body out of harm's way by hiding in a police car, but they are soon put in danger when the T Rex Dopen assumes her big T Rex form, <laughs> with the double changing into Heat Joker to fight her before dragging the car behind her. Chasing after them on the hard ter- turbular, hard turbular is their bike, uh, okay. double changes into Heat Metal. To defeat the T-Rex to open before reassuming the Cyclone Joker to save Akiko and Marina, who was arrested soon after. While this chain of events occurs, the Gaia Memory dealer Kirihiko Sudo, which is the, the naked man in the wedding, yeah. uh, receives a Gaia Memory from the Sonozaki family as an engagement present. That's episode two.
1: Okay, so what I didn't mention is that at the end of episode one is the T Rex, and the T Rex is very much featured in this episode, very much. Yeah. So um, I, I remember, I remember seeing a brief glimpse of the T Rex beforehand, and I knew this is going to be in this episode in particular. So, I was, sorry, I saw a sneak peek. I was like, "Oh wow, I can't wait to see this!" So the t- oh my god, the T Rex! Oh my god, it is that. She is such a. It, it, it weirded me out a little bit because you the, there's there's that part where she's like I love you and I want to eat you and you zoom inside of it to see her oh, face yeah. within that, and that I'm like
0: very uncomfortable to look. That's at. like
1: that's like what the hell is going on? It's like I guess when they uh, get their superhuman abilities, I guess they're inside it and yeah, you, kind of, kind of, it, kind of and maybe maybe it'd be in her case alone i guess i don't know i just thought that was a weird like shot to zoom in like i guess because he's got if, a I'm, connect- if I'm thinking about it i don't think we
0: ever see a shot like that ever again but i could be thinking wrong could but be sure, yeah. I hope i'm right
1: yeah i mean if it's the only case i'm just like it could be because that there's like a previous connection with the person mm-hmm. you know so it could be like oh you know we were like you know have Memories with you know as kids, and you you haven't changed a bit, then it's that personal connection thing, I guess. Uh, dear god, uh, yeah, that's pretty straightforward. It, it the, the whole seek this, this is more action pack where it has the T Rex chase, and it, it there's a point where it takes metal to form a body like a full yeah, like, T Rex yeah. body
0: bringing up the ground and metal chunks
1: and stuff, and uh oh boy, it looks really bad. It looks it looks so horrible. Yeah. I noticed, like, it's very much noticeable in this episode. Like, the CGI is really, really bad <laughs> for its time. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised. This, this is like, 2009,
0: so. Yeah. It, it, it should have this, been better,
1: but. It should be. Well, I guess this was actually around the same time as when the American adaptation of Cameron uh came Rider, Dragon Knight came out, and then the CGI in that was pretty much on par too around the same time. So mm. it it uh but yeah, it's that's very much like almost nine early nineties like CGI at at a point, like it's very much noticeable.
0: You can see it flip over the CGI cars and the CGI scaffolding that it knocks down.
1: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's like one shot where it's Dragon the car, and as you see, it's a CGI car, which it's, like... <laughs> oh my God, I couldn't get, like, a, a real car to, like, composite in there with the CGI dinosaur, and... uh <laughs> So bad. So bad. No, but the action's, like, really on par. It's, like... And, she, and... It's just... Driving and riding, and, you know, oh, the car's still attached. What are you gonna do? How do you get out of there? It just... Hold on, reach out for my hand, I'll grab you and toss you into the other vehicle and just back and forth and it goes pretty fast. But like, like like even though it's like twenty minutes per episode, it goes pretty quick and like it's easy to like to binge watch these just like oh man. So quick.
0: And you see that their bike has the uh it can also change
1: its uh yes. back half yes, 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 yeah, they, they back in and and like the thing in the back rotates around like, Ooh, what are we going to do next? And it goes from a bike into like this, like (laughs) jet, like plane in the back, just like engines, like flying in the air. It's like, Whoa, okay. Okay. Like this, it could, it could transform to almost anything they want for any situation, whether it's on ground or on air or whatever. That's pretty cool.
0: So I don't know if you noticed this, but when they when they transform and they do the little pose, their arms make a W. Oh,
1: okay. I did not notice that actually.
0: You'll know, I'll make sure you keep an eye out for the next episode.
1: Yeah, I'll keep my eyes closed for that because that's pretty cool. Then uh, W W.
0: So yep. uh, is is that all you got to say
1: about episode two? Uh t- t- trying to think i think that's about okay so each episode or couple episodes they have like you know the you know the person they tried to solve the mystery for you know and try to and he figures out you know try to figure out the mystery behind it and he's really is mm-hmm. and he's really good at being a detective like he could find those clues here and there and looking up and then having philip look up stuff and just like it's it's staggering to see how quick he gets everything down to a T. He's he's almost like a Japanese Sherlock Holmes to a point. Yeah, yeah. It's really spot on. So in part two, you get to hear like the motivation behind like the crime and what's going on. And it's it's really stupid. It's like yeah. oh, because I got fired, I want revenge. It's like I just want really? to make
0: hats and shirts. I just wanted to design clothes for my city, my beloved city. It's like the the city of Futo, which is not real, but it does take place in Japan.
1: People. So I'm, so I'm actually, like, intrigued because it has the mystery element of it, which I like in the detective genre, and I like the characters, and I like the... Um, the action with the writer so uh, yeah this is uh, such a great start for two episodes
0: okay okay so uh, I have some notes here about uh, I forgot to mention about episode one sure. uh, so when Shotaro saw the dopant, uh underneath the, the bypass the magma uh-huh. dopant when he first shows up he immediately recognizes it which means he's probably seen it before mm-hmm uh-huh.
1: Right, yeah. Within the year, experience because he
0: was he was gonna have uh, Philip look him up, but when he saw it, he was like, "Never mind, don't don't worry about it. We already know." And let's see for episode two. It's unknown why Kirihiko was naked when he when he was there. We don't know why he was naked. <laughs> He's just
1: butt naked. You see his cheeks. I know. Just completely it's like do you need to be naked for this? It's like you can take you can be clothed and just take a part of your skin to expose the 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 memory for i mean is this like a secret ceremony like no yeah that that whole sequence alone like okay, I guess they're all transformed into their uh into their
0: dopant forms,
1: yeah, and I'm looking around and you see like everyone and isn't the, And so is the cat one of them? (laughs) Because there's a cat looking one. It was like with fangs. It looked so weird. I'm like like a cat. What the fuck's up with the cat? Is this like it's like there's there's a cat one in there? It's weird because there's like the typical one, and the father's there, and then it's like there's one with fangs and the cat. I don't know what it is, and I just like, what the fuck is this? All right, but, uh, but I thought that was just weird. That whole, like I said, the, that side of the storyline is just a mystery because we don't know much about oh that. Oh yeah, side. we're clearly just setting them up. Oh yeah, and I'm kind of intrigued what's going on there because I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? He's button naked. He just, oh, I'll be, I'll be here for you as your future son-in-law. I was like, okay. <laughs>
0: what's interesting, uh, an actor note, because uh, I won't go too much about the actors on this show. Be, uh mm-hmm. because I'm not too well versed in a bunch of Japanese media outside sure. of, outside of this, so naming a bunch of stuff that even I won't know about can kinda be pointless but um sure. uh, the father of that rich family plays the father of another common writer in a later season oh but they're they're not related it's it's just he just plays two dads in this yep. universe.
1: So that's, there you go. That's strange. Yeah, I mean I I can understand, you know, having multiple characters. I mean, there's a lot of that in um there's a lot of that in Power Rangers too. They will have an yeah. actor come back to do a role or maybe a voice for some character, so it's not uh so random for that to happen. But yeah, that's pretty cool. All right. So uh Let's talk about those suits. Sure. Let's talk about those suits. Uh, um, there was three suits in particular. Maybe a little bit more if you want to go into depth into that one scene alone. But there's not. And there's I guess there's four. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll talk about uh as far as monsters go, we'll talk about the the three that we have the names of. Oh true. Which are, which are uh T-Rex. We have uh, magma, and we have terror. No, mm. taboo.
1: Yeah, taboo. That's that's the one I, th- I was thinking. I was taboo because taboo we've seen before. Um, well, because taboo is like the reveal in within, it's like it was in the cold open, but also it's a reveal within. It's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And taboo is just weird because. You see, there's actually a close-up shot too of Taboo, and you see that she has uh, uh, <laughs> boobs,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and and they're just like out and about, and <laughs> it's like okay, hi, you... <laughs> that's a little awkward to look at. It's like, all
0: right, uh, I'm gonna oh, I'm know. gonna send pictures of these so that we yeah. can,
1: yeah, yeah, so, go for it, man. Yeah, he's gonna send me pictures through our Discord server here so I can get a visual because. I'm such a visual person so um all right
0: where are we here can so you figure here's, it out here's magma oh okay here's T-Rex mm. here's Taboo
1: it's mm. really good pictures actually Um. uh, And she's like almost like a insect, slug shape. Just like I don't know. I've never
0: known what's going on with her legs.
1: Yeah. What is this? It's like it's like a a quilt thing, and it's tied together with bows, and it's got like a a weird eye thing on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, belt is there. Like I said, the boobs are sticking out, but it's like a, it's like a standard, like, purple, like, lower half mask, no eyes. But what's Uh, on her head there? There's a person up there. I was going to say, what the hell? There's a mini, like. (laughs) Wow.
0: I've never even noticed this. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: what is that? Who's that inside? The hair. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Holy shit. That's funny.
0: Let's see. I have uh, I should have an article up about the the suit designer. Oh yeah. Uh, why don't you talk about the suit some more while I look it up real quick?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. uh, the second one we actually see a little bit more in episode one is magma. Mm-hmm. Uh, magma, like I said, it's pretty standard because you see it's very flamey with the orange. And it's got a skull with, like, a flamey, flowery head. And it's got, like, the cracks of, like, you see on the lava floor, you know, with magma and lava. And it's, like, the ash. And, yeah, the legs are, like, black. And one side of the arm is black. It's not a bad design, actually. It's pretty, like, very evil looking.
0: All right. Yeah. So uh, the creatures in this show are designed by Katya Tarada. He Mm -hmm. has done work uh, in creature and world design for stuff like uh, Legend of Zelda, the first one. Okay. Links to the Past, Links Awakening, Prince of Persia on the Super NES, Tekken 5, Tekken Tech Tournament 2. Wow. And he did uh, monster design for Kamen Rider Exade.
1: Interesting. Wow. Uh yeah, Megapell is like bad, bad, bad looking. Yeah, Mamma a good design. Yeah, Megam's a really good design. What um, do you think
0: about uh T Rex here?
1: God damn, okay. Let's talk about <laughs> T Rex. Jesus Christ. This is like the so, episode, oh God, go on, This go on. is this
0: is mostly episode two. But the T Rex dopent, for those of you who uh who can't see it. It's basically a person in a suit. They get like like spandex and boots, and like they get some spikes on their legs. But most of it's just a big T Rex head on like a yeah. human
1: body. Yes, yeah. There's they like no like one like, T Rex arm. Yeah, there's like no like upper body kind of thing. It's just a, a head, just a head throughout the whole like chunk of it, and you see the teeth like very. And actually, you can kind of see like the mouth hole where eventually you see like a shot within just to see her in it for a bit, but that's it. Um, There's
0: there's a little detail in the back that we can't see in this picture, but it's like a a tiny rib cage and like a small bone tail. Yeah. All that's back there.
1: Yeah. It's like a bony, like skeleton, like thing kind of, it's ironic that I'm watching this because uh, Dino Thunder actually had a, also had a dinosaur that Tommy like, kicks in the face. So mm-hmm. it it's like here. It's like now you got Double here just kicking the dinosaur in the face. Like, oh, God, what, what is this? This is like total irony and coincidence that I'm watching two pilots with dinosaurs in it. Um, and then once they, uh, the they bring T-Rex up all the gets, rubble
0: and wires and stuff.
1: Yeah, like I admit, it is a cool looking like metal T Rex design. It's like cool, but it's CGI though. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it looks cool in a still picture, not not so much in motion when they do it. Yeah,
1: like if if like if the suits were like practical, like if they expanded upon the, like if let me see, I'm gonna say this. If they somehow got like animatronic of it to get going with it, like have it be robotic more than anything else. That would have been really cool. But uh yeah, you got like uh bunch of metal just formed into like a T Rex body and there's like even you know, like a like a traffic light in the back actually attached to the back of it. Which is pretty yeah. interesting. I mean it's not a bad design, but it's just like in CGI in motion. <laughs>
0: Alright, so uh out of these three How would you rank them?
1: Uh, 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 I would. Well, magma is top tier. That's number one. Obviously, he's fucking amazing. That's probably the best design. Uh, Taboo is like in the middle. She's interesting. The little details that she has, she's like, okay.
0: There's a lot going on in that design.
1: There's a lot lot going on, and we don't know a lot about her, per se, besides Mm -hmm. the little bit we've seen of her. And the T-Rex is like the lowest, because even though it's cool to see it in action sometimes, but the design just, like, it's out there. (laughs) It's out there. And yeah, yeah, I don't understand that. It's so bad. <laughs> so bad.
0: All right. Uh, before we go into our uh, our stats here, how about we talk about some music? What do you think about that opening?
1: Oh, man. That opening is a banger. Oh, my God. It is... I love the sax. I love like oh, how yeah. it goes. In the, oh, man. It has got that style with the jazz and I like I the the the, um, the vocals. The female singer does it very nicely. Sets the mood very nicely. Um, the song
0: is called uh, WBX, Double Boiled Extreme. And it's sung by Aya Kimiki and Takuya.
1: Yes, it is. I keep just like jamming to it just every time I listen to it. Just, it's so good. Like It's definitely going to be in rotation in my playlist now. It's so good. I really like that. And then throughout like the both episodes like it differs, but when you see the detective kind of stuff going on, you got like this jazzy kind of sound going in the background mm-hmm. as he narrates and it's like oh so good. I love the jazz and like it's so smooth. Mm, I love that. And then when it's like an action scene or something, it gets like really tense and it's like very actiony kind of sounding. But yeah, it's really top tier music, to be honest.
0: There's a the opening has good visuals as well. When uh you yes. open up with the with the that sexy saxophone, there's a shot of him of of the writer uh standing on top of a building. His mm-hmm. like, his little cape is flowing, it's more of a scarf, yeah. I guess. And he's yes. staring at uh the central point of their city, which is the big windmill.
1: Right. Yeah, it's um the city Futa is is also known as the Windy City, so mm. because it's got so many of those windmills and it's very windy. Um, also, of, uh, go, man, on. You go on, you go on.
0: Uh, there's also a shot in the uh, in the opening where there's sort of this windmill shape kind of uh, spinning on the screen, and between each section, you see uh, Shotaro. you see him as he is now, and then when one of the windmill parts go over him, you see him as he wants to be, which is like a suave detective. He's got like Akiko as an assistant. He's
1: got like right. a full
0: white suit. It's, uh, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. I really just wanted to say, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Yes, <laughs> just like that's smooth criminal. You've been hit by a smooth criminal. Very much vibes. It's... Like I said, like it's very much a show like like I'm vibing with it so much because of so many things I like about the elements of the show. And especially with the music, like I listened to the opener before even like discussing this with Tyler. I'm like, OK, I have to watch this because of the openers. Like one of my things like music is very much attached to me and I love listening oh, yeah. to stuff like that. So
0: when we when we chose to do this, I, I didn't W is my favorite. Obviously, yeah, I love it to death, but I didn't tell you that we should go. w i let you pick, I let you pick because I didn't want to be biased,
1: you know. Right, and I I just thought, you know, I was excited and factored in a lot of things. I did a lot of reading and listening to the opener, and also I just thought it was kind of like perfect for us since we're two people and there's two characters becoming a writer, so double, so it just makes sense to do it. Uh, For this, uh, oh, for this podcast. So, to start off with, of all the things.
0: All right, so it's time to collect our data. We'll be uh, be ranking each episode, uh, or be rating them more like, uh, on a scale from one to five. Every every twelve episodes, we will we will uh, take that up and average it and see what our overall show score is at the time and also talk about our top episodes our top 3 right. okay and uh so mike what would you give episode 1
1: okay episode 1 uh very solid opening um i think about a five i would give this a solid 5 actually
0: oh a 5
1: i give it a solid 5 it was a, I, I was drawn in and i was introduced everything perfectly it's pretty solid
0: I'd also give it a five uh what about episode two
1: episode two <laughs> episode two <laughs> uh okay because I will take some points off because it's obvious things like c g i and the t rex and among a few things i'll the naked but <laughs> <laughs> the naked butt, <laughs> the naked butt. Uh, I mean, hey, it's a nice butt, but it's just uh,
0: pretty toned. But
1: it's pretty. It's it's like okay. I'm I'm interested to see what you do imagine now, dude. A little
0: uh, six year old Japanese kid <laughs> on on Sunday morning or whatever to watch. <laughs> well, it's a new season of Common Rider This is the next episode. Oh boy, is that a man's butt?
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Um. I'm gonna give this uh, let's see how how much I want to bring down. It wraps up pretty nicely though. I'll give it a I'll bring it to two of four.
0: Alright. I'll give it a I'll give it a three and a half here. Okay. Really not fond of that uh CG there.
1: Yeah, that CG kinda of takes you out of it, so let's Yeah. See.
0: Now, what was your favorite moment of episode one?
1: Uh, okay, episode. I, I love like I guess I'll say the introduction of W. Both of them together. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when Cyclos you say introduction, toker.
0: do you mean the, the very rider. beginning or the one at the end?
1: The the end. The end. I'm sorry, not the not the cold and The the very. Very, very first time we see him in action um, against Megma. Okay. Cyclo-Joker.
0: I'd, I'd give it to the, the opening one. Oh, I okay. like, just like them transforming, and then, like, this crazy amount of wind.
1: Yeah, that's how the Cyclo part comes in, just blowing helicopters everything.
0: Helicopters are crashing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was an, I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And I was like... Did you have the courage Whoa. to ride with a devil? Yeah, yes, that was a good line. Actually, that was a good line from him. That was really good <laughs> because those uh, those memories, I tell you, they'll they'll uh, fuck you up.
0: <laughs> and uh, who was your MVP for episode one
1: and two? Go ahead and say both. Uh, I'm starting to like Philip. His oh. knowledge. I'm starting to like Philip. He's the knowledge he brings in, and I kind of relate to him in a way. So, just to start out with, I would say Philip for both. Yeah, yeah. He and he towards the end of part two, he does come back because there's a there's a point in part two where they have a bout with each other, and the other one slaps him in the face yeah. and just like and was,
0: Sh- Shotaro is all about being hard boiled. He's all he's trying to live that lifestyle. And, yeah, uh, at one point, Philip's like. You're just going to be nice to them. The best point to do is to take them down. But I guess you're soft-boiled, and man, Soto gets upset and, like, punches him in the face.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then he just, like, later comes back to save the day, and he's just like, I've been thinking about it, and, you know, it just took me so long. I don't know why it took me so long. And they just make up right there. And he's just- like,
0: I couldn't think of a reason why you punched me. <laughs>
1: I just I like I like him so far, so I like Philip. He's like my half per se. Uh,
0: I'll give it to uh, Shodoro in episode one, and Philip in episode two.
1: Okay. Obviously, right. I'll get used to the names eventually as we go on. So yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so uh, that'll be it for our our first episode of Ride or Die. Uh, Mike, how you feeling about all this?
1: this is this is great uh this is yeah we'll get used to our format here as we go on as uh, mm-hmm. uh rough at first but uh and also this is our first time getting to know each other and getting this podcast going so over time it will be more comf- comfortable and more uh chill with our chemistry so but yeah i I love the show so far the first two episodes were like really it for me and I'm excited to see more game writer.
0: All right, uh, Mike. Where can people find you?
1: Okay, folks. If you're, if you like I said at the beginning, if you came here to, just to hear me, you'll probably know me from my other podcast, which I do with our mutual friend Sean. It's Into the Grid. Uh, you follow us on Twitter at Go Into the Grid. I tweet a lot of Power Rangers there. I do polls and all that stuff, Power Rangers related. Tweet mm-hmm. this, tweet that, and all that stuff. It's all good. It's all fun. The Ranger Nation is always fun there. On the podcast, we covered Diddle Thunder already. We're on a hiatus break right now as we were recording this particular episode. We're back next month, and we announced that we're doing Lightspeed Rescue um, next in April. If you want to check out the podcast, it's available on mostly your favorite podcast platforms, Uh, but we mostly host on Anchor, which this podcast is also hosted on Anchor, which is a really good service. Um, But you Check out, go uh check out into the grid at anchor.fm slash into the grid, and you can uh actually find your preferred podcast platform or just listen to anchor. It's pretty cool. And yeah, if you want to check out me personally online, I'm mostly on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Mixtape. So yeah, that's where I'm at.
0: All right, and you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. Uh, that's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S. Uh, you can check out my other podcast on YouTube. It's called All the Angles. We talk about video games. So far, we've uh discussed Persona Three, Persona Four, uh, and we've done a Game of the Year for 2019. Next up, we'll be talking about Don and So if you wanna, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, go check that out over on YouTube. It's called All the Angles. Uh, and then you can check out this podcast, ride or die on Twitter at ride or die podcast and uh, hit us with a hashtag uh, ride or die. And uh, I'll look at it. I'll, I'll definitely be checking those out. Uh, we're also hosted on anchor. As Mike said, Uh don't know what platforms we are on, but uh, once I do, I will tell you and yes. uh, I'll let you know. So just keep an eye out. And uh, yeah. anything else you got to say, Mike? Um no. all right. So uh tune in next time. We'll be discussing episode three of Common Rider W. Let's just uh see what that's called here real quick. That is called it is called Don't Touch the M How to Get to Heaven. So uh, stay tuned for that, and uh, we'll see you next time. We'll always hope to be your ride or die.
1: Ride or die.